afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Today is the 28th of December. I hope you've had a good Christmas weekend. I hope everything is going well with you. Um, yeah, 2020 is still very much a very sort of like complex time of the year. Um, but we thank God and we, we bless him for all that he's doing and for seeing us through. Um still very much a mixed bag for a lot of people and i don't want to be i don't want to go through this musings not recognizing that fact so in as much as many of us are in a period of thanksgiving and all that there are also a lot of people who are grieving for several sort of reasons i mean you know you see it coming everywhere social media at the timeline but i would just say to everyone you know i think regardless of whatever it is that we're going through i pray that god will bring us all individually and collectively to a place of praise and thanksgiving because ultimately at the end of it all god is still on the throne and he is able to help us find meaning and comfort and strength even in those situations that actually don't make sense and you know almost threaten to make us to sink us let's put it that way you know so um it's just an opportunity i think for us all to just all i would say is that if you are in a position to strengthen someone at this time please do so and if you are someone that needs strength i pray that god will send someone to strengthen you as well and that he himself will directly strengthen you it's all i would say i think um this is a time when you know that scripture when he says those of you that are that are strong should uphold them that are weak and those that are weak, you know, may the Lord, you know, also help you at your point of need. So that's honestly all I, you know, I, I just pray for everyone at this time. But also for those who are in the spirit of thanksgiving, by all means, please give thanks. And I would say to everyone, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I have found this. So whatever, you know, you need to do to find yourself, to help yourself get to that place of joy, please do not feel guilty in doing so because it, it, it is it will make the difference between light and darkness for for you i mean that's what i that has been my observation and i believe it's the same for many others as well so whatever you need to do within reason that is safe that is wholesome <laughs> that is sustainable what you know whatever it is that is you know that that brings peace joy that that is of good reports like philippians 2 says please do it you know so that you can retain the joy of the lord as your strength over the spirit and and beyond in jesus name so today i'm doing still very much in the spirit of what the lord has been speaking to us about over the past couple of days um christmas weekend we mused yesterday on counting the cost the day before it was on a pearl of great price today it's going to be something that i've titled following jesus and um, i think most of us understand what that is because christians are actually followers of jesus you know when jesus was on earth and he went on his, his ministry the first thing he said to all the disciples is follow me you know he said that a lot and i was musing on that this morning but i had a bit of a struggle because I'd actually and that was a mistake and normally i wake up and i just focus on the musings and god gives me a word you know but this time around I, I took phone calls i did things i shouldn't have done so my mind was really busy and i'm really sorry lord forgive me for that but god still had mercy and he managed to sift through the fog in my brain and then this came up and it's going to be very much free flow um but i believe that god will speak as he always does to me and to all those that he would want to 
also minister to our this time through these words and also his glory in jesus name so this is about following jesus and what it means it's just a continuation and if you haven't listened to yesterday's music please do so counting the costs i won't go into a full recap because yesterday i did a recap of the day before so i don't want to do a recap of yesterday and the day before as well but it's just all about what it means to follow christ to be a disciple of christ to love god and to you know to just do the things that are pleasing in his sight and live for him so i searched up all the scriptures that talked about following jesus and I found 32 Bible results, all in the New Testament for all, I mean, as you can expect. I'll just run through some of them um, briefly so that we can sort of like see and establish what the patterns and the trends are in the general conversation around following Jesus. And as a bit of a preamble, I don't know if I should mention this now, but I, while I was writing following Jesus, because I spent a lot of time on social media, I was thinking following Jesus is almost similar to what we do when we say we follow someone on Twitter. You know, we follow someone on Twitter because we want to learn more. The person looks like an interesting character. We want to learn more about what they're saying, at least particularly the thought-leading people on Twitter. Instagram is where you just follow people to, to laugh. But most of the time, it's conversations you follow on Twitter. So most times, people follow very influential people on Twitter because you want to be influenced by them. You want to listen to what they are saying. You follow them because anytime they drop a tweet, you know that it's going to. You're going to learn something. You're going to. You're, you're going to. You're not going to learn something in some shape or form. So that's why you follow them. You know, you're going to be informed. You know, something. You're going to learn something that you just didn't know. So you follow them so that you 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 can get their tweets when they drop. So you listen to their words. And more often than not, particularly there's some people, honestly, there's some people that I follow on Twitter that I almost want to like and retweet everything that they say. You know, it's just so amazing, you know. And these are the people you really call Twitter influencers because they have honed their craft so much. There's so much, depending on the value that I place on it in terms of what is important to me, I follow them because, you know, I see that there's a lot to learn in what they say, their perspective and the things that they share. So... The level of my engagement with their tweets and with what they share, their knowledge, insights, whatever, is, is demonstrated by how I like and I retweet their sayings. Remember, when I'm retweeting, I'm retweeting what they are saying. When I like, I'm also showing that, you know, my level of engagement, my support for what they are saying. And it also shows that to a very large extent, I actually will be unconsciously unconsciously walking in the footsteps of that person in terms of what i say i'm aligned with that perspective that's the only reason why you would like and you will engage i would like and retweet something that someone says it means that i i you know i i am i am actually following the person you know what i'm saying and and i am learning him i'm learning from him or her and um, yeah so that's so i thought about that i felt that's so, that's almost somehow like what it means to follow Jesus in some, you know, in, in, in some way, in some context. And I will read some scriptures and we can see how that plays out. In, in, you know, I, I won't go further than that, but let's see what the scripture says about what it means to follow Jesus. I know following on social media is a superficial analogy because it's sometimes just more about... Um, it's sometimes more about, you know how would i say emotions 
but it's also important because what we've seen particularly on twitter and this comment is more this analogy is more for twitter we've seen that twitter has been a place that actually influences people's opinions and makes people do things we saw that very strongly during the black lives matter so many other protests that happened and also the ones that we had in nigeria as well so it's actually a tool whereby you can advocate you can promote you can influence people and so people that follow influencers on twitter it's actually not just a superficial thing there's actually in an advocacy there's a mindset changing there's almost a lifestyle affiliation that goes with it so that's following when you're following somebody in the in the social media context and that's in the virtual world and that's a world of its own let's now talk about what it means to follow jesus in the real world and in the context of how the scripture describes it and transpose that into the modern world in which we live today. So, um, headline scripture, Luke 9, 23, and Jesus said to them, or if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And I won't dwell too much on this scripture because we talked about it yesterday a lot on counting the cost as well as on the other uh, episode before then. Matthew 8.10 When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. By the way, there were 32 instances of the word following or following Jesus in the New Testament. Matthew 8.22 But Jesus said unto him, Follow me and let the dead bury their dead. That was somebody that wanted to come and you know be his disciple. Then Matthew 9, 9, and as Jesus passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the receipt of custom, he was a tax collector, and he saith unto him, follow me, and he, Matthew, arose and followed him. So this was something that Jesus said, follow me, follow me. Of course, it was a physical following, but it was much more than a physical following, it was a spiritual following as well. Matthew 9, 19, and Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. Matthew 9, 27. And when Jesus departed, there's two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy upon us. That's, so we see that disciples followed him, and then there were people who needed healing also followed him. The blind men also followed him. But when Jesus knew it, Matthew 12, 15, he withdrew himself from thence, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Yep, okay. But Matthew 14, 13, when Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into a de- desert place apart, and when the people had heard thereof, they followed him on foot out of the city. So you see that this is different from social media following. It's following nonetheless, but was physical following. They followed him on foot. That's really amazing. So they ran after him. Then Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 19, 21, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. Matthew 19, 28, And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son, that ye which have followed me, in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Matthew twenty thirty four. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Matthew 27, verse 55. And many women were there, beholding afar off, 
which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. Mm-hmm. So we have seen people following Jesus for different reasons, but we see these women, they follow Jesus to minister unto him. And may God bless women. Mark 2, 15. And it came to pass that as Jesus sat meat in his house, that's house, many publications, many publicans and sinners sat also together with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many, and they followed him. Yeah, so there's so many. These are in different gospels. We're seeing all that. They followed him, they followed him. Mark 10, 32, and, when, and they were in the way going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus went before them, and they were amazed, and as they followed, they were afraid, and he took again the twelve and began to tell them what things should happen to him. Okay, good. Um, yeah. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And then in John 13, 36, Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, Whither I go, thou canst not follow me now, but you shall follow me afterwards. He was talking about the kingdom of heaven there. And then we see Paul in Philippians 3, 12, saying, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 2.14, Paul again speaking. He says, For ye, brethren, became followers of the, of the churches of God, which in Judea are in Christ Jesus. For you also have suffered like things of your own countrymen, even as they have of the Jews. 2 Peter 1.16, For you, we have not followed cunningly devised fables, when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. This was Peter, who was one of the apostles, saying that, what they have been following is not a cunningly devised fable, but actually the personality, the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ, for they saw him in person and they knew him. So what we see here is different types of following. First of all, we saw Jesus going to his disciples and telling them, follow me. We also see people who willingly followed him because they were looking for miracles. We also saw people who followed him because they wanted to hear him. We also found the women who followed him because they wanted to minister unto him. And the disciples who followed him because they wanted to serve him and become disciples. So the question I will have for all of us then is what kind of followers are we? What kind of followers are we? Are we here for the signs and wonders? Are we here for the miracles? Of course, we know the people who are there for the miracles. When it came, when suffering came, they fell away. So they were not there. These were not people that were there with Jesus when Jesus was um, being led to the cross. The people that followed Jesus when Jesus was led to the cross were the disciples as well as the women who had come to minister. Aha! So the people who followed Jesus to the suffering, the signs and wonders, miracle people, they were nowhere to be found. Nowhere, nowhere to be found when Jesus went to the cross. So now I understand why Jesus said, If you, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. So, those of us that are still in the signs and wonder, miracle, follow me bandwagon, we will not be the people that Jesus will take to that place that he has gone to prepare like he said to Peter when he said where I am going you cannot follow me now but later you will come 
because I go to prepare a place for you. The signs and wonders people, they will stop before the place of cross. Because after the place of the cross, because you know after the cross, there's the death, there's the resurrection, then there's the promise, there's the glory of the risen king. So the cross is the pathway to the kingdom of heaven. I now understand. I fully understand. This is why we, we, you know, anyone that, okay, it does appear from everything we read in scriptures that who the cross is a necessary pathway. We must partake of the sufferings of Christ on earth for us to partake of his glory. It's such a, the funny thing is that it's difficult for me to say it now because I know everything that we hear does not agree with this. But this was really what the gospel of Christ was. And this was what was being preached to us many years ago when I first came into Christianity. And this is what the Bible says. But even for me to say it now is heavy in my mouth because it's like I'll be contradicting what is being said everywhere else in Christian circles. But this is what scripture teaches. And we have done a musing on partakers of his you know, of, of, of his sufferings before. And there's a lot of scripture around that. So following Jesus. So I think the question to ask, are you a social media follower? <laughs> because, because I think social media, although like I said, social media, again, there's social media, so, so like some people, so let me correct that because some people actually follow on Twitter, but it is a conviction. So it's not just, it doesn't just end with a hashtag. And people have laid their lives down for a cause that was linked to a hashtag. But Jesus says that he that, he, any man that will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. But what these scriptures are showing us here is that there are different types of followers. So there were people who followed for the miracles, people who followed for what they will get. But the people that Jesus counts as true followers are those who will follow him to the cross and we saw that those that followed jesus to the cross were the people that came to serve the people that came to worship not the people that came to receive the women who came to minister to him were the ones that followed him to the cross and we know they followed him to the cross because even after the death after they went to the tombstone to go and put spices on the grave they believed that he was the king and they had given their life to service even at great risk to themselves at that time, they went to the tombstone because nobody wanted to be identified as the follower of a man who had been crucified for being a blasphemer, for equating himself with God, and for speaking against the doctrine of the, um, the, 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 the leaders, the Pharisees. Those are the true followers. So who are you following? Who am I following? Is the question I will ask. Jesus says, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just going to end this music here because like I said, the musings for this period, they are more reflective than any other thing. And if God leads me to say more, I will say more. But at this point, I just think it's important for us to know that, you know, and like I said this expressly over and over yesterday, that these musings are being done not to prove a point. They're not being done to say, oh, someone is better than the other. I myself am on a journey. These are things I myself am very far from the standard. But it's for me to reconnect and to remind myself of what the standard of Christ is so that I can do a self-assessment, an honest self-assessment and see how far I am from the standard of Christ. And go into a conversation with God and determine and ask him and say, what kind of a, do I want to be a follower, a true follower? Do I want to be a signs and wonders follower? 
Do I want to be a heal me Jesus like the two blind men who healed him? Do I want to be like the women who followed for the purpose of ministry and service to God? Do I want to be like the disciples? May the Lord bless the reading of his word and enable us to find the peace in doing that which is his purpose for us. I want to be a follower of Christ. I want to be like the disciples. I also want to be like the women. And I think there is space to be all together. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted.